Welcome to the Conflicting Opinions Podcast, where each episode my co-host Greg and I will pick a topic, pick a side, and try to convince you who is right. After each episode, you'll be able to visit our website to cast your vote on who you think won. This week on Conflicting Opinions, is Adblock good or bad? All right, so this episode we are going to be talking about Adblock, whether it's good or bad. Greg will have the bad side and I will have the good, correct? Correct. All right. I uh this one's going to be an interesting one cuz I guess I will start with opening arguments. So, the opening arguments I have against it is ads have become so user hostile that the websites that are hosting them have become unusable. You can't scroll without accidentally hitting an app or an ad and just it ruins the article you're reading. And it's just it can't be done. Like on your phone, I can't even browse the internet on my phone because there are so many ads. It takes away from the content. On top of that, the ad click rate has to be horrible. Who clicks on ads? They're so worthless. God, ads suck. (laughs) (laughs) So my first um, thought on that is you're clearly targeting the the worst of the worst. There are many, many. I I would say, I would even go to say 60% of the websites that are ad-driven do it thoughtfully. And they do it well. Now, you wouldn't know that because you're blocking them and you can't determine which is a good site and which is not. But that seems generous. Also, you don't know that. Well, I know that, you know, 99% of statistics are made up. That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying I there are sites that I whitelist and that I allow ads to come through. Okay, so the other the other point that you made was that it makes the content you know, unconsumable, whether it's videos or text or whatever. Yes, user hostile is what I. What said. is so so the whole the whole premise, the whole idea behind advertisements is to pay for this content and allow it to be free and open to everyone. What would be your plan for paying the people that that are creating this content without ads? Well, it would have to be a network of sites in order for it to be practical, and that would be a subscription service. Now, there are things like Reddit does where they have the gold, Reddit gold, where you get certain benefits. So it would be just be similar to that. And it's not a perfect strategy and it's not great, but the ads have gotten to the point where they're just so bad. Not only are they bad, like you said, they're just they interrupt what you're trying to do if you're trying to read an article and you got to keep on scrolling cuz the ad that now you have to scroll past it's just it's taking away from the content and it's making me not visit the sites there are plenty of sites that I do not go to anymore because of the ads being so bad realistically though the the model that we've built this internet consumption you know model on requires advertisements or some sort of monetization and i don't think it's practical if if you want to have everyone have the 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 capability to get into the content that they need on the web it it has to be provided free because you mentioned having a, a collection of sites behind a paywall or something of that sort that's great but it, it doesn't scale right you you need 
to, to provide this stuff at large for free to the people. And the way you do that is through advertising and monetization. Yeah, I, I understand that. But they need to have a better system when it comes to the ads. Because they say whatever, it's killing small websites, their inability to add, inability to operate because of lack of ads. But what they're doing is they're taking every square inch of not the article or whatever the content is and plastering it with ads. It's that's not oh, that's just a terrible business model because it's just I can't get through the article. No, I mean you're you you're clearly talking about the worst of the worst, the clickbait sites, the sites that are are targeting users and they're 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 hosting malicious ads and they're you know allowing this bastardization of advertising models right but that's not all sites that's not most sites we we can go back to my percentage estimate earlier i don't know what the actual percentage is but i mean you really need to realize that there's not another way to build out a free and open internet full of free and open content without some kind of monetization the amount of money you would have to spend to get a similar set of content uh, and such a broad scope of different content available to anybody that can hop onto the internet is ridiculous. Nobody would be able to afford it. Yeah, but what I'm also, it's not a perfect model. But again, them shoving these advertisements down our throats isn't a way to keep a fan base. Like, let's say, okay... I have ad block turned off or the the ad block I used is turned off and I'm giving my one thousandth of a penny to this person. But then I'm not going to come back if it's so bad that I can't deal with it. What you need is good enough quality stuff that makes me want to come back despite the ads or have a different source of revenue. If you're a blogger, have like a t-shirt or an, a Patreon account. There are other ways to go about getting money that are less user hostile. And you are, you're, you're describing my point perfectly, right? If you did not have ad blockers and people started to get fed up because there's no way around this mess of ads, they're going to do exactly what you say. They're going to leave sites. People are going to lose viewers and readership and views, and they're going to change their ad strategies to be uh, acceptable to people again. When there's ad blockers in the mix and everybody that knows anything about the internet is installing these ad blockers extensions and they're they're making it usable, they're taking – give me the finger. Well, I was going to say – I was going to interject because we got this lag thing going on. I was going to say, which is a remarkably small number of people do not know how the internet works, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> and this is not even worth me stopping your train of thought. What I'm saying is by – Taking away ad blockers and taking away the capability of people that do want to block ads to do so, which a lot of people do, you force companies into the model where they need to start making the ads more realistic and more consumable for their readers. Right now, they blast absolutely as many ads as they can so they can hit their monetization numbers. They can afford to keep the site running um, while there's a bunch of, you know, holes like Chase blocking all of their ads so we're swearing now <laughs> oh is that not a, a bunch of uh, jerks like chase blocking all their ads it's not just me there are plenty of people out there that do it no oh, i agree you're just a perfect example you're the bearded ad blocker i should make an app <laughs> what kind of app 
what i don't know the one that's it's called a bearded ad blocker oh okay yeah i could see your little head in the icon on the chrome extension yeah no one needs my head more places than it already is <laughs> so my next issue with ads are the type as well yeah there are some reputable like the washington post and facebook are not going to host ads that are malicious that are not that aren't going to download a virus but there are plenty of sites that do there are these off-cut things that become viral or there's just a certain one that's going to target people and it can actually do damage to your computer yeah you need an executable file but it's it's something that happens and it gets to the point where it's dangerous to be on the web because of the ads that Oh, you have a virus. Click this to download a virus remover when it's not. These are not the good type of ads. And I see those plenty enough places that it's even gone on my radar. Yeah, so that's an interesting point. You have to remember, though, and this is kind of a different argument, a different conversation, that blocking, black holing all of the ads because of the malicious ads is not the right way to go because of the reasons we talked about before. It, there needs to be education about what malicious ads are, how to identify them. And more importantly, people need to use extensions like NoScript and Script Blocker so that these ads can't do harm when they are clicked. I use Disconnect as well. You have all these cliche, these niche uh, things. You're, you're, you're like the definition of a hipster. Millennial. Hey, I, if you followed me on Snapchat, you would know I'm a, I'm a typewriter away from being a hipster because I got a record player. And I've been listening to some old Crow Medicine show and some Zeppelin. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> but these are the types of ads that can't be just brushed under the tur- like just under the rug for another time. They're out there and they're real. These ads that target you, that are spy bots in disguise, trying to make your penis larger or talking to hot singles in your area. It's they're not good ads and that kind of attack and i'm not saying you need to block all ads this is gonna be just like last episode where i have to go in all in or nothing but there are like if you have it's not why i'm able to be half in the water is that you can control what sites you add block on so you can contribute to the people you do the most if you go to mkbhd the most you can whitelist his sites it's not a problem but these ads just so damn user hostile so here's here's my argument and my proposal for the betterment of the web and for ad blocking as a whole i see your face getting ready for the business (laughs) yeah but it's really grainy because this wi-fi sucks yeah you look clear on my end Wow, um, you look beautiful. <laughs> Maybe, so ad blockings today, as they are, the state that they are in is bad, it's wrong, we don't need to have them. However, if ad blockers rethought their default policies, and let's say that when you downloaded an ad blocker, you have the extension available, that's your Thor's hammer, right? But by default, it does not block anything. And as you start to browse and as you start to see these sites that are hosting malicious ads, let's block this guy. Let's block this guy. You can tune it to your own liking. Maybe there's some kind of limitation on what or how many you can block. I don't know, something to filter it out. But uh, 
I think that would be a better way to go because you're you're getting around the problem of these bad ads or these overbearing ads, but you're not taking down the entire monetization structure of the internet. How the ads run the websites currently is broken. When is the last time you saw an ad that you clicked on and went to and purchased something? When was the honestly the last time you did that? So I can go honestly, back to your two. I go back to your two examples, yeah. man. Penis enlargement, singles in your area. Those are both legitimate businesses. Oh my god, I need to start <laughs> clicking on some ads. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't work. Ad, it does. It doesn't. So I will tell you three outfits that serve excessively good ads are, and there's all kinds of examples of these, but I'll go for the big ones. Facebook, Amazon, Google. If you see an ad from one of those places, most likely it's related to a store that you went to in the physical world or something you bought last time or something that's related to one of your interests, and they are very, very good at hitting what you want. I see ads all the time in my sidebar, and I'm like, dang, I was thinking about buying that yesterday. How did they know? And that is a good ad, and it's an effective ad. But those are not prevalent enough. That's Those are niche markets, Facebook and Amazon, you can't, we're not talking about the biggest websites, which you named the top three. I, you can't, those don't count because that's not where I spend most of my time. It's not where a lot of people spend most of their time. That's a, that's a flawed argument because if we just focus in on Google, most internet users think Google is the internet and that is where they spend most of their time. Okay, so you're arguing that the people that think that Google is the internet should be able to spot malicious advertising? Those are the people that they're targeting. No, I think script blockers should be built into browsers, but the ads should still be available for all users. But that that's a form of ad blocker. Okay, that's not a form of ad blocking. <laughs> it, ta- it takes away the, the maliciousness, right? They, I mean, script's got to go away altogether. You shouldn't be able to execute malicious code in the browser by mousing over something or by clicking something. Um, that just needs to go away. And that's something that's changing a lot with HTML5 and how the web's being built. But there's still a lot of legacy sites out there running on this JavaScript and these really dangerous, you know, executable, universal programming languages. Um, and, that, you know, that that's really the problem. The problem isn't the ads themselves. It's the delivery of them and the old technology they're using. But it is the problem. You can't say that, oh, the ads aren't the problem. It's the thing that they're advertising. Yeah, but, I mean, your argument is like, okay, we're surrounded by enemies. Let's close our eyes. Instead of opening our eyes and identifying the problem and finding a collective solution. That's not the same thing. It's not closing your eyes. It's shutting the gate. On everything that makes the Internet run from a financial perspective. Some of the internet. There are plenty of sites and plenty of people that if I like their stuff enough, I contribute. Yeah, but they they already have a platform and a viewership and financials to be able to support the content that they're building and continue to gain your likes. Let's Let's take this down to the small business level. I have no money. I'm broke as hell, right? I want to start some kind of content delivery service, gregsnews.com. I'm paying out of pocket. And then as soon as I get a thousand readers and they're expecting 10 stories a day, now I have to hire people to start writing because I can't keep up with them. And if I don't have ads on my site, I can't afford it. I don't, I don't think a thousand readers are enough to support your ad thing. 
but I get it. And it's a tough, 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 okay? It's the internet. You're not guaranteed success. And the small percentage of the users that actually have an ad block are enough to topple your company. You don't deserve a company. Okay, and like no, I we're, said, we're talking a... there are other ways. Oh. If I want to subscribe to Greg's News Network because it's just the best dang thing on the internet and I love their take on things, I will pay a few bucks a month or depending on the price. Like, there are ways to get my money without shoving ads into my face. I don't think you fathom how much I hate advertising. I cut off logos on my jeans because I don't, I hate, I hate advertisement in any form. So you're not going to convince me that your site with 16 ads before I can even get to the crux of the story is better for me than just seeing your story. For you as Chase, as the 1% of the internet that understands how to block ads and wants straight content, you're right. But if you look at this at the scale of our ad blockers bad or ad blockers good, you have to imagine that everybody on the internet has an ad blocker or everybody doesn't. If everybody on the internet has an ad blocker and nobody is seeing or clicking on these ads, the internet, not, well, not the internet, not the connection of computers from point to point, but the content delivery goes away. Sorry, I was 9% of people surveyed have ad block. Okay, so say, say that's 100%. The internet will be minimized down to companies that can afford to push their own content for free and monetize in other ways. Or people with a good enough idea that it gets through, just like a small business. It's just like in the real world, your small business is not guaranteed to run. It's not guaranteed to succeed. But it's up to you to make it worthwhile. You need to push through, and yeah, maybe the internet gets smaller. It's too big anyway. It's ridiculously big. Any jerk with eight bucks a month can have a website. Who cares if a thousand sites go down? It's not my problem that your inefficient way of gaining money isn't working. Because I'm not going to click on the ads anyway, so they're not worth anything to you anyway. You're not going to get a click-through for me, so I, it's, it might as well not be there. But they will get a click. Yeah, accidentally when I try to click a different link and one pops in the way like I know they do. That is such <laughs> how is that good? How is that what I want? That's not God I hate mobile viewing of the web. <laughs> it's not fair to me as a user to beat me over the head with the ads. I'm not saying I need a hundred percent of the internet free because that's not how life is. But there are sites like Reddit that have small amounts of ads but have different sources of income that succeed. Yeah, but you're you're looking at it differently. So Reddit is actually a good example. Reddit is able to do that because the content is delivered by the users themselves. And that model works so well. So that website's making money off of people. That seems right. fair. But it is. And – but if you're if you want the internet to have any type of content that is delivered by an organization or a larger cause that is building out this long form quality stuff, um, somebody has to get paid. I mean, it's as simple as people needing to feed their kids. Are you are are you against people feeding kids? That's I was. I, <laughs> well, last episode I was uh, arguing for disease, so might as well throw in starvation in there. I honestly do not know 
I can't tell you the last time I didn't run an ad block service. Like as long as I've had, I figured out that Chrome is like the website to use or Mozilla or anything but IE or Safari because I just hate Safari. I don't know what the internet, I couldn't even imagine how bad it actually is. Except when I'm on my phone and mobile ads are a thousand times worse than computer ads. But let's sit here. How about this? Why should... Because I want my... My grandma just got her first smartphone, I think, a year ago. I have a picture of her in the Verizon store talking to this poor bastard, and I feel so bad for him. I am terrified for her. I've sat down and said, Grandma, do not click on anything, ever, that you don't know what it is. Okay? No Nigerian prince is trying to offer you money. I have to worry about my grandmother and my mother for that sake, because I can't... Oh. I should not be allowed to help, and this is why I can't be in Geek Squad. Ugh. Because people don't know how the internet works. And they're not targeting... This malicious virus is not going to affect me, because I have good internet habits, and I have the tools to stop it. But a lot of people don't. People don't have that knowledge. And I'm not even above average, personally. I think I should be base-level knowledge. I mean... I get it. Like, I hear a lot of hate and a lot of frustration and a lot of anti-establishment. So much frustration. Okay, it's not anti-establishment. Like I said, if your stuff is good enough, I will contribute other ways. I will buy t-shirts. I will buy a sticker, not to put on my beautiful Surface Book, but I will put it on the case of my Surface Book. And that's a way to support people. Yeah, but it's not as effective as ads. It is. It's better than ads because instead of one one thousandth of a penny, you get the two dollars and fifty cents that it costs. No, because you're talking about the cost per click on the ad itself. That's just the views. There's a whole other market for sales resulting in those advertisements. Whatever's behind that ad, whether it's penis enlargement, plus one for the penis enlargement, or whatever it is, there's there's a <laughs> we need to find a new example. <laughs> there, there, there's a, a product <laughs> with some value behind that ad. So you get the clicks because that company or that manufacturer is paying to get people to look at their thing. But there's a good percentage. Let's say it's um, okay. Let's say 100% of ads are delivered. And maybe 10% of those ads are clicked in a certain vertical. That is generous. I, I, and you this know is it. a generic example. And then 1% of those ads uh, return into an actual sale. Um, if you're talking about 100,000 ads on the web, you're, you're talking about some real money by the time you get down to that 1% converting into a sale. But that is not enough. So if they're not making money off of me not clicking it, so let's say I see it. That's fine. I'm not going to click on an ad ever. Like, I don't. I don't believe in it. I don't think that it's going to... I don't know where it's going to take me. Yeah, you can hover in Chrome, which is a good tip for people. If you hover in Chrome, you can see on the bottom left where that website is taking you, no matter what the hyperlink says. And it says, okay, look, it's a branded Amazon site. That's fine. I understand that. But I'm still going to go up here on my little shortcuts, go to Amazon Smile, and get it that way. That's you. So it's it, not the general... Anyway. I understand that. So then uh, people who are like me should be able to use Adblock, right? Yeah, but you're you're not arguing for the small niche market. You're arguing that Adblock is good versus bad. Yeah. I'm saying it's good. I'm not saying it's required. 
but is it good for the internet? And if you have that argument, you have to look at it in a holistic view. Adblock is everywhere or Adblock is nowhere. What is the better uh, alternative? Jesus Christ, you don't put your phone on silent? God, I don't have any friends and I put mine on silent. I'll have a calendar invite for a meeting tomorrow. It's not anything fun. Yeah, I don't even get those. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, your assignments due. By the way, I, w- we went to dinner at a place called M Sushi down here. and uh, Do you know that sushi sucks? This sushi was ridiculous. And I had some sake. It was it was a good good evening. Duh, that sounds completely irrelevant. Did you find this place on an ad? Matter of fact, I did. No, this is word of mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a much better thing. So, like I said, word of mouth is a hell of a lot more powerful anyway. Like I mentioned, YouTubers, you're not you're gonna find people you like, and you can support them. And if they're not worth supporting. They're not worth turning off the ad block for anyway. I, I don't think that – I think you're underestimating the difficulty of getting your name out there or your business or your content without advertising as a driver. I understand that, and my family or my sister and father have a business that I thought about getting some ads for. They won't do it because my sister has been sitting on her website for a year, Kaya, and they just – they work. Ads are fine to a point. The sidebar ads, I will never, I don't hate. They're fine. But the ones that move and try to get me to click on them by accident, those get blocked. And if the sidebar ads get blocked in the process, sucks to be you. Okay. I didn't add, I didn't ask you to shove these down my throat. So give me an example or a few examples of a site with, res- a site with respectable content that is delivering bad ads because a lot of times the bad sites are the ones that have the bad ads if you're on huff post you're going to get bad ads you should get bad ads you should also get slapped in the face i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't hear a word you said because of the internet connection i swear to god i'm not trying to be rude i didn't hear a word you said i heard give me an example of and then it just went to went to hell well uh this recording will tell all I understand that, but I need to answer the question now. No way are those all three bought together. What kind of bullshit is that, Amazon? Sorry. Are you you (laughs) shopping in the middle of our podcast? I was checking out these ads everyone keeps talking about, but they're advertising the Bose soundproof water or sound sport headphones. Soundport headphones and the Quiet Comfort 35. It's like frequently bought together. Seven hundred dollars worth of headphones. Get up! Shut the f- up. You thought about it though. God, Amazon. No, I didn't. I've been thinking about getting these wireless headphones, but you understand my. Okay, we need to get back to the question. This is all coming out. So ask the question again so I can hear it. Give me an example of websites that give quality content that you enjoy consuming that also deliver bad ads. Because I think there's a strong correlation between poor websites and bad ad delivery. Okay, Facebook. You don't need, Facebook's crap. Yeah, you told me to give you an example. That's the number one site that people go to. Their ads are terrible. The way they make it look like your friends are posting them is crap. So why would I, that's not good. You want a good site that said delivers excellent content with excellent no, ads? No, I want – Go to Reddit. I want th- – you're talking about user-driven stuff. Give me a site 
like a news agency or Reddit is user driven. I know. I I don't want user driven. I want a company that needs to pay for this stuff that's delivering good content and bad ads. I don't think it's a thing. I don't go to dictionary.com because they made me angry. How about that? Why do they make you angry, Chase? <laughs> because I you can't use the like sound feature unless you have your ad block turned off, which f- you. I want to know how some words are said. Uh I would say no, because every I don't go to those bad sites anymore because I don't, I just don't support them. They're not something that crosses within my scope of things. And that is why you don't need an ad blocker because there's a natural learning curve and a natural progression of good sites versus bad sites. People go away from the bad ones and the malicious ads. Okay, you have to understand that this conversation is not whether all people should have ad blocks or all people shouldn't. Okay, it's with ad, whether adblock is good or bad and it is good because it gives me the freedom to stop malicious ads boom it, that is uh chase at conflictingopinions.com make sure you vote for me that's c-h-a-s-e just like the bank thank you you're supposed to drop your mic i can't it's on a stand and every time i touch it i have to edit <laughs> no okay Dang it, your mic dropped made me forget my point. Hang on a minute. Because it was so good. Okay, no, we got to get mathematical with this. I'm about to write down some numbers, some numerical. Okay, let's give this a grading scale of good to bad, right? Okay, would you ag- what is good? Would you agree that good is 100, bad is zero? On a numerical scale. I can scale. understand the scale, yes. Okay, so yes. anything less than 50 would be in the realm of approaching bad or poor, and anything above 50 would be on the good side of that. We just split it down the middle. I have a feeling this is going to go nowhere, but yes, I understand the scale and how percentages work. Okay, so how many, you said 9% of users today are using Adblock? According to some website, I don't know how credible it is. Okay, so let's just say that's accurate. Hashtag, 9% of users... Hashtag alternative facts. <laughs> 9% of users are using Adblock. That puts the good of not Adblock and what it's delivering for the web at 91%. Now, if we got to 51% of users using Adblock, it's bad. (laughs) Thank you so much for making my point. So it's currently at a 91. 91's close to 100. Adblock is good. No, I'm saying Adblock is good in small quantities, but as a scalable solution, it's horrible. That's fine. It doesn't. Ha- I'm, again, my argument is not for everyone to use AdBlock. The fact that it's there, it's just like penicillin. Okay, not everyone needs it, but thank God it's there. I'll tell you what, penicillin is bad for me because I'm allergic to it. You didn't get the peanut butter shot in boot camp? Nope, I got the pills. God dang it, that thing sucked. <laughs> I remember it everybody hurt. in a lot of pain. It hurt. I remember sitting across from this guy. His last name was Michael, and he was just like. I don't know, I I can't do this. I'm like, we can do this, man. And it just goes in. And you can't sit for like a week because that is just, uh, I lost so much respect for you just now. That's like saying you didn't go through the confidence chamber. (laughs) Anyway, that was a tangent. I'm saying the fact that it is out there, it is good because it allows people like myself to choose which ads I see. If 91% of the internet can see ads and that doesn't support your site, that last 9% is not going to help you. Well, I think it's bad because 
And this fan is kicking off again. It's bad because that small percentage of users that are doing it is changing the ad strategies for 100% of the websites because no matter how many people are using those ad blockers, which the number is growing, websites have to adjust their ad strategies and they have to do more ads to compensate for that. So the more people that have ad blockers, the worse it's going to get until it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a last straw to hit the camel's back situation. It's all going to blow up. The internet's going to go away. Or they're going to find a better way to get revenue. And how is it my fault? They need to cater to me, yes or no. Like, how how would you like a $500 internet bill? But no, that's just not going to happen. That's exactly. Not, gonna, no, because $500, that doesn't mean anything. You're saying internet service providers would be generous enough to subsidize the internet? You're out of your mind. What I'm, I'm telling you... You have to answer my question. Whose responsibility is it to gather revenue? The companies and the internet providers. Okay, so if the way they're doing it doesn't work, why should I have to change my habit? Because they are providing the platform that you're forming these habits on. It's no, they're like not. You're going into somebody's house and making the rules at the dinner table. That's not true. You are. It's, the internet is no, not yours. No, it's just, it, <laughs> yes, it is. It's everyone's. No, that's that is a illusion. The internet, yes. No, it's not. I, that's how it. Because guess what? Because if I don't go on the internet, they have to cater to me. If I go to a restaurant and they don't have what I eat, I can, or if they don't have what I want to eat, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I guess I better eat something because I'm here. No, I'm just gonna leave, even though I went to them. They have to cater to me. So let's try the restaurant model for the internet. You go to a website. And you have to choose from a menu of content that you'd like to consume, and then you have to pay for each one. There's more expensive stuff, there's less expensive stuff, there's appetizers. It doesn't work. What do you mean? Appetizers are less expensive than me. Yeah, but courses. you're going to go to your website that you're all excited to check out, and you're only going to be able to afford the cheese puff article. But then they have to have different price tiers to benefit, again, the user. It's not my fault you can't figure out a service that works for you and me. It's not my fault because I'd rather not go to a website than be bombarded with but ads. But you, you've grown up and got so accustomed to this vast amount of information that's available to you for free because of advertisements. And it's skewing your view of what it would look like if you didn't have that. You're talking about, oh, I'd pay for this or I'd pay for that or I'd find another way to do it. But it's just not practical to think on that large of a scale. It's way too much money that's not there to drive this industry. Um, think about it before the Internet happened, right? Every day I'm on my computer and I'm watching funny videos or listening to music or looking at pictures or reading articles. If I had that same amount of content delivered to me before the Internet – 20, 30 years ago, it would be astronomical in price. I'd be at Blockbuster spending $500 on DVDs, and I'd be buying every newspaper around the world and having it delivered to my driveway, and I'd be subscribing to a photographer service to take pictures of pretty things and mail them to me. Okay, exactly. But since you couldn't afford that, you wouldn't right. do it. And then the world economy collapses because we've built billions and billions of dollars into this digital revenue monster. Sorry, I was watching a video. <laughs> For free. <laughs> okay, where were we? That was super distracting. I apologize. I mean, we, we were right about the point where the users were deciding that 
I'm the practical one here in my argument. Absolutely is not. It's really so far from that. So, again, they have to find something that works for everyone, them and me. And if it doesn't work for me, I'm just not going to contribute to that site. So it'd be just like me canceling a website or canceling a subscription to a newspaper. It's not my fault if you do not hold up your end of the bargain here. But you're being selective. The internet, anything on the internet, would not be there without the ads that are there. It just wouldn't happen. You'd have an internet where you could FTP to my box and download my research paper on my computer. That's all you could do. Or you could connect to only your friends that you had IP addresses for, right? You're not going to have all of this stuff available at your fingertips. Again, I'm not arguing against ads. Okay, like I said, with ad blockers, you can whitelist sites. So you're trying to turn this argument into something that it isn't. No, and I want the readers to hear this. You're, you're going to see a trend in Chase's methods for debating. Oh, my God. He likes to, he likes to dip, his, dip his toes in both sides of the pool. and. Uh, but this you know, is when, not one of the arguments that... No, because, okay, granted, so with the Designer Babies episode, there was a clear line. We agreed to beforehand that you have to be all in or all not. This is not one of those times. It's whether Adblock is good or bad. And Adblock is good because it allows me to whitelist sites. You can just talk for the next 10 minutes. My points are made. Adblock is bad. And for it to be good, they need to flip the methodology. You need to be able to blacklist sites, and everything needs to be whitelisted by default. The best part about ad blocking is I can make my ad blocker do just that. Yeah, but it needs to be that by default. It's not today, so they are bad. That's <laughs> such a weak argument. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be. Uh, I think that's gonna be a win for Chase. I I think this is episodes running. Uh, I don't know, three times longer than I thought it was going to. So. I think we need to have some closing arguments here. If you'd like to go first so we can end on my uh, mic drop, that would just be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. So as I've said over and over again, the entire content structure of the Internet is built on advertisements. And it's built that way because that's what works. That's how the economy works. That's how capitalism works. That's how you get people to run into your content and to continue to consume it and to continue to be able to provide it and pay for it. Things do not happen for free. Money does not grow on trees. There's no other viable solution with today's technology to deliver this much content to the world for free. Mic drop. Okay, you just dug yourself a hole. You just argued for the viability or the anti-viability of Adblock when it does everything you just said would be great. I can allow websites to advertise to me where is you don't have the option to do so adblock is good because it prevents malicious sites from attacking you or making your user experience hostile so adblock is good because it allows you to do everything greg wants to do while protecting yourself better your argument is focused on the user experience which is fine but it does not address also, the ability for this content to be delivered. I don't think you understand what uh, final arguments mean. That was the f episode end. And this is the part where I say, please visit our website at conflictingopinions.xyz, which is ad-free, by not the way. Not for long. 
<laughs> it will be for me. So, that is conflictingopinions.xyz to cast your vote on who you think won. Tune in next time. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. No, cut that out. I don't use ad block. I'm for the people.